Before we start the show this week, I want to thank our sponsors at SeatGeek. Anthony and I love this app. Behind MLB at Bat, it's probably the most used app on my phone. I, I go to 50 plus ball games every summer and almost every ticket I buy is through the SeatGeek app. I've been using it long before they started sponsoring us. Uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically a ticket aggregator for the secondary market. It ranks via a color-coded system which seats have the best value across multiple ticket brokers. You can get views from the seats and you can compare prices. So like if someone is selling their ticket for 100 bucks in row five, you can see if someone from a different site is selling their seat for, I don't know, 90 bucks in row four. Even if I'm not going to a game, honestly, I'll sometimes just pop open the app and check it out just so I can see what ticket prices are going for across the country. Just trust me on this one. Download the app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Use the code clubhouse and receive a $20 rebate on your first ticket purchase. Our show is always going to be free for you guys. We really would just appreciate it if you could support our sponsors a little bit. And it's just going to make your lives easier. On to the show. This week in the clubhouse, Anthony and I wrap up the 2016 regular season and give our thoughts on how every team fared this summer. Shortest intro ever. On to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. My name is Manish Jane, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Mm-hmm. This week, it's just the two of us. We do not have a guest, so we decided that this week we are going to do something a little bit different, and we are going to uh, break down the regular season, do a little regular season wrap-up, 2016 regular season wrap-up. As you guys are listening to this, we are right in the thick of the 2016 MLB playoffs, unless you're listening to this sometime in the future, at which point you know who won the 2016 World Series. Congratulations. You are smarter than us. But for now, let's talk about 2016, Mr. Rapp. Just the two of us. I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> you and I. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start in the National League, that central division. Hmm. Let's go. What team? What team, team by team. Who won that division, Mr. Rapp? Well, the Chi-Town Cubbies. The Chicago Cubs won the 2016 National League Central. So basically what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of say one or two things about uh, each one of the teams, our thoughts on, on either how they did or things that stuck out to us or, 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 or whatever. So I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead, and let's keep this brief. No, no. Chicago Cubs. Well, the biggest thing about the season is that there, it was just historic in terms of the Chicago ways? Cubs history. They won more games than they had won since 1935, I want to say. Uh, I might be a little wrong on the date. I know, you know, the, the big numbers we know, obviously, 1908 is the last time they won the World Series. 1945 is the last time they've been to the World Series. But in terms of winning more than 100 games, winning 103 games, which is what they won this year, 
It was like 1930 or 1935, something like that. We'll take a look at it and put it on clubhousepodcast.com. The other thing is to win 200 games in back, a total of 200 games in back-to-back seasons for the first time since 1909-1910. How many games did you win last year? 97. So they won exactly wow. 200 games. Uh, the for to have the ERA, the ERA leaders of all of baseball, number one and number two, and Kyle Hendricks and John Lester. That was the first time they'd done that in, I mean, decades and decades and decades. So basically, throughout, there are so many statistics that the Cubs had this year that hadn't been seen in decades or more. Um, they they broke their own team season record in walks uh, that they uh, in bases on balls that their that their hitters received this season that all time the most um the first addison russell was the first shortstop to hit 90 95 or more rbis since ernie banks did it so suffice to you say know, the cubs had, had a historic a season amazing historic season. regular season they, they finished the season at 103 losses and 50 i'm sorry 103 wins sorry yes. i got the old cubs that's freudian 58 losses 58 losses and 103 wins and, and a, tie. a tie against the pittsburgh pirates yeah the pirates and the cubs tied there's no ties in baseball it was a six inning tie and that yeah. was just maddening to watch but uh, and as i'm looking at mlb.com's standings they don't have a T. They didn't create an extra column for the tie. They didn't steal NHL.com's uh, CSS or whatever. I don't know anything about websites. Their you know website layout, and they just have 103 and 58. So that's ah, I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that, Mr. Rap? I don't care about that. I'm See, just I a- care. I, I want every. I want every game to end in a win and a loss. I don't need any of this tie nonsense. But you know, it was interesting that's so rare an occurrence, but it has happened throughout sure. you know, I mean, in it modern baseball. Five last, yeah. it happened. No, of course, it happened. Uh, it's the a funny game thing. The most uh, famous uh, ten, tie and in game ending. They used tie. to tie though in the olden days because the kind lights. Of, yes, because all of a sudden you couldn't play at night. Um, but all right, so that's so the Cubs. I think if we were going to put a grade on the regular season. I think it's A plus. I mean, A plus. Okay, A plus. Yeah. A+. I, I, I think, don't know how you can say anything less than that. Yeah, I think that's that's A plus is probably a good. Grade I mean, I don't know how they'll do in the postseason, as we said. Once we're again, yeah, we're, we're in the middle of it. So this is just regular season wrap yeah. up. We don't know any of this. Has nothing to do with the postseason. Regular season wrap up. The Cubs A plus regular season. And you know what? Regardless of how they do in the postseason, I know it's hard to say because you always want to win the whole thing. But 162 games, if you can play as well as they did for six months, that is pretty exciting. I agree. And and, and you know, don't let one month or, or a couple of weeks ruin. Six months of pure, unadulterated bliss. Well, they had a terrible. They had a terrible couple of weeks right before the All Star break too. They went five <laughs> and fifteen, yes. which is pretty bad. Um, yeah. But you know, they the rest of the season they just out. You know, just out pitched out. The, the other thing that I'm so proud of them this year that they had like they their run differential was historic also, or, or at least really up there in terms of the best run differentials ever. It's like in the top ten, I believe. Um, and their defensive metrics were off the charts too just dominating in all those cases so they're, they're pitching dominated the league the all of the league once again i think and, suffice to say you know, all around offense defense pitching any aspect of, of baseball that one could have the cubs did them pretty well yeah and that makes me happy and, and they're built to last which makes me happy too so. all right so moving on yeah st louis cardinals they finished the season at a robust 86 wins and 76 losses they were 17 and a half games back from the division leading Chicago Cubs. And they lost 14 games on their record the previous season. They were 100 
in, in 62 in, in 2015. So, thoughts on the Cardinals? Well, you know, the only Cardinals games I really watched, I watched a little bit sometimes when they would, like, play the Pirates or some other game, in, you know, earlier in the season when, you know, they were jockeying for position. and mm-hmm. But mostly I would just watch the Cubs-Cardinals games. I mean, they, they played the Cubs incredibly tight and tough all season. I mean, the Cubs won the season series by one game. Sure. You know, and they play each other a lot. It was like 17 games or whatever it is. 19, I believe. 19 games. Thank you. Um, so, the, I mean, clearly they had, they, they did crazy things this season. They had like the most ever pinch hit home runs by any team ever in the history of baseball. Like that was a crazy thing. So uh, towards the end of the season, um, our friend uh, and former guest of the show, Monica, and 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 the, she's been brought up on the show many many times. Crazy, amazing, awesome Cardinals fan. Uh, and our little text chain, you know, there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of 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 kind of what's going to happen. And I know from your standpoint, you wanted them as far away from the postseason as humanly possible. And obviously, she was very nervous about it. And and it honestly felt to me like the Cardinals were going to do it again. Because that's what the Cardinals do. They were going to find a way. The Giants were going to collapse, and the Cardinals were going to find a way to sneak in there that last weekend of the season. But they didn't. And and you know I'm going to be curious to see what their off season looks like because they're not really a team that does a lot of off like splashy off season moves. You know they might do fill some holes here and there, but they're not really big free agent. Uh, uh, getters so that's a terrible uh way to put that but i i think that there may need to be some legitimate i don't want to see rebuilding but they're getting a little bit older and and you know their farm system like the farm system's always great but they haven't been able to plug those holes with you know through the injuries as they've been able to do the last couple of years so they also had i don't you know i don't know all the ins and outs of why but they had a for them anyway a terrible home record like they were much better on the road than they were at home. Yeah, thirty-eight and forty-three at home, and forty-eight and thirty-three on the road. That's that's. It's very weird. That is very odd. That that is something that that uh, I don't know if it has to do with 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 management. I don't know if it has to do with. I mean, maybe Matheny at this point has they they've gotten what they can get from him and they need to move on. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but you know, I mean, as far as. From my perspective, they they always strike fear into my heart. Of course they do. They're they are they strike fear in everybody's heart. They are, they have earned the respect of of just uh, if they're there, anything can happen. Uh, and you want them as far away from the postseason as possible yes. if you are on the opposing team. Yes. All right, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pirates. Yeah. That made me sad because you know they're sort of like my you know Pittsburgh is kind of my um, second city. I've spent a lot of time working there, and I love PNC Park, and I've been really happy for how well they've. Uh, bounced back from their 20 years of, of losing. They've had a wonderful last couple of years. I mean, this year, unfortunately, so they finished their season at 78 wins and 83 losses. Yeah. They were 25 games back from the division-leading Chicago Cubs. Yeah, it was... I mean, they had an interesting season, too, because they did that, they, like, they sold off... Um, Liriano, the trade deadline was Liriano so... Liriano and, I mean, and Melanson. Yeah, but Liriano was pretty uh, not great, uh, <laughs> I, I drafted him on my my inaugural fantasy baseball team, and good God, he just completely was terrible for for ninety percent of his starts uh, in, in a Pirates uniform. It was really embarrassing. Um, which, by the way, quick update: I finished in fourth place in the Never Not Funny Fantasy Football League. I was in third. I was in second for pretty much the first four and a half months of the season. Then it all came crashing down, and half my team got injured, and so I slipped down to third. And then finally, at the end, it was. No. I didn't. I didn't cash in the in the top three, no. but 
and I haven't received it yet, and I'll tweet about it when I do. I got some sort of booby prize of a Cliff Floyd autographed something or other. Right. So I'm I'm pretty I'm 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 happy with my Cliff Floyd autograph. I, as far as everyone else is concerned, I tanked the season just so I could get my Cliff Floyd autograph. There you go. Uh, but so yeah, no, the Pirates are. I've heard some rumors, and once again, you know who knows what's going to happen in the off season. Uh, for those of you in the future, I hope you will let us know how accurate we were. But they're talking about shopping Kutch, which is interesting to me, mainly I because you know, look, I adore him. He's had a couple of, of, of not MVP caliber years. So if you were going to shop him, why shop him now? Why not try to at least get six months or, or three months of something out of him to see if he can, he can pull it together? Because right now, I'm not sure what you would even trade for him. I mean, I would love him on the Tigers. I would love him on a lot of different teams, but... I don't know if I would trade a lot of top prospects for him at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing, though, that they have the, the budget constraints that they have being in a mid, mid-market mid team. You know, I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of how these business decisions are made, but I just love him. Sure. Seems like such a good guy and is an amazing baseball player. And, you know, he's had moments of – he had moments of – brilliance this season but he was he had a yeah. lot of moments of slump so he was not he was not great <laughs> and 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 that makes me very sad because i like him yeah. absolutely a lot um but all right we're gonna move on to the next uh, milwaukee brewers 73 wins 89 losses 30.5 games back from the division leading chicago cubs they actually they're actually uh i think gonna climb back up into competitive you know, because seventy three eighty nine is not terrible. They had a winning record di- at home. They were forty one yeah. and forty at home. It was in the this, road record in this that was division. Terrible. In this division, to to not lose a hundred games with the with the powerhouses at the top, or the see, sure. what we were supposed to be powerhouses at the top, they played really tough against the division. Generally, I think. I mean, I think the Cubs mostly dominated them, for instance. But they were there were tough games that they had, and there were a couple times where they won a couple series against the Cubs at home. I mean, in Milwaukee, right. Um, they have some good young pitching. Yes. They certainly have some sluggers. You they know. tried to unload Ryan Braun this year to no avail. Yeah. They wanted him to go to the Dodgers. I believe it was Yasiel Puig and Brandon McCarthy for Ryan Braun. That this was is, this a- is my sound of the <laughs> detesting Ryan Braun. <laughs> yeah, I think we all wish that he would just kind of fade away into, into nothingness. But it's uh, okay. So, I mean, Milwaukee just kind of had a... a Oh, we didn't. We, oh, I'm sorry. Give 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 the Cardinals a grade. We're not, I keep forgetting to grade all these. Give the Cardinals a grade. I would have to say a, a maximum B. See, for the Cardinals, I give them a C plus. Okay. I think this was not a Cardinals year. I think that you know, 86 wins is great for most teams, but I think the Cardinals expect more out of themselves, and I think they. Yeah, I, I think they underperformed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates. I'm going to give them a solid C minus. Yeah. Um, they completely underperformed. You know, that was just that I had very high expectations for them this year. I thought they were going to challenge you guys yeah. for the division. Me and too. they just all season, they just couldn't put it together. And I, I would probably give the Brewers though a C because I think that they kind of overperformed some expectations in some ways. I thought they would have been yeah. worse than they were. I'll give them that. And we're going to go to the Cincinnati Reds. 68 wins, 94 losses yeah, they, for a winning percentage they, of 420. They gave up the most home runs by any team in history. But you know what, though? That's that's This season was home run derby throughout the entire league. So Yeah, but the, but yeah. the and Cubs that's a, didn't give up a lot of home that's, runs. That's a home run hitting ballpark there in, in Cincinnati. Uh, they but also they, got no hit, but the only no hitter. Oh, 
of the yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Cubs had a good year. We get it. No, no. The, the but they also have Joey Votto. I mean, yeah. It's I. He started out terribly, but then he his just, second half was yeah, out of control. I know his second half was out of control. He's got to be one of the best all time hitters. They need to get him on. out I mean, of that. I don't city. How are they? <laughs> don't, but how are they going to? Doesn't I don't he have know. a full no trade clause? And, of course he does. Yeah. Uh, but but it's it breaks my heart to see. And we're gonna get to these guys later on. But guys like him, guys like Felix, guys like Trout, guys you know that are just otherworldly baseball players, and they are just stuck in these these cities and these franchises. And and look, I I have nothing against Cincinnati. I would love for the Reds franchise to turn around and compete for a World Series and 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 it'd be great. I I'm not I don't want him to leave the city because I have some sort of anti-Cincinnati bias. I would love them to do well. It just it doesn't look to me like they're going to do well. And and they're going to uh oh we're being distracted right now. One of the many cats is in, in Anthony's apartment is being a daredevil. Hold on, you can go and get <laughs> There is a cat that is climbing a countertop. And attacking, I don't know what that is up there. There are Rubik's cubes and brushes and trophies. What is that trophy for up there? Um, one of those trophies is uh, for my friend who hosts Oscar parties, and I won the Oscar pool. Oh, okay. Um, the other one looks like a football player, a soccer player. Yeah, that was like for some silly award that I won at some reading you know some like summer theater festival thing that i did <laughs> they gave you a soccer player sure <laughs> sure well he's right back up there this yeah. this kiss kitty cat just does not want to yeah go ahead go grab <laughs> yeah we're, we're recording this episode in anthony's apartment and i apologize in advance if i have a sneezing fit because i am crazily allergic to cats and he is a crazy cat lady with with four cats jumping all around this giant apartment of his. But uh, so with Cincinnati, let's get back to baseball now. So with Cincinnati, um, I think we, I mean, what what's the grade you can even put on them? D, D plus? D, yeah. yeah. Just not a great year. Not a great year. And, and they need to make some changes. And it'd be great if they could get something for Votto because you could get so much for him. Yeah. You but- could get, you could replenish a farm system in one move right that. But and just from Joey Votto's, I mean, he's always kind of this, this, hey, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get on base. I'm going to, I'm going to. He also knocked in almost 100 runs again this he year. He did. Like, and, and I'm going to not cause a fuss. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. All right, let's, let's go over to the AL. What, what division in the AL would you like to go to? Well, what about the AL Central, the home of the Detroit Seagars? All right, we'll go to the AL Central. So the division winners. For the American League Central, the Cleveland Indians, 94 wins, 67 losses. Did you see that coming? Not in a million years. Why? Um, because I I thought that they would win 85, 86, 87 games. I thought they'd be a good team. I think they had done nothing with their offense in the offseason, and their offense was already not that great last year. And it was going to be Michael Brantley plus whoever, right? And Brantley uh, just cannot stay on the field. Yeah. And I know. I have him in my keeper league. Mm. And when they didn't make much noise at the trade deadline, like, they just they didn't do anything. Much noise? I got Andrew Miller. Offensively. 
Oh. They didn't need help in the bullpen. They didn't need help in the starting rotation. I mean, Kluber started off, you know, Kluber was a little bit iffy for a second there, but he he ended up being, you know, he'll probably end up winning the Cy Young or at least be in the, the Cy Young race. And they had great starting pitching, but there was a lot of great starting pitching throughout the entire American League Central. I mean, the White Sox, we'll get to them later, but the White Sox starting pitching was scary good for the first couple months of the season. But I, I honestly, God, I did not see Cleveland coming except for this. And I said this last year, and I said this the year before, that team could put 25 no-namers out there, and because of the man that is holding that lineup card, because of Terry Francona, that's why I'm never shocked when they do well, because that dude could make... I'm trying to think of a clean version of this. It's just, it's, he can make something good out of something very bad. And, and he really cobbled together a phenomenal season with these guys. And I don't remember the exact, uh, uh, at one point, uh, the Detroit Tigers were 0 11 against the Indians, then 1 12 against them. And I believe the Tigers maybe ended up winning three or four games against them all season, which that's the season right there. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you win four or five of them, all of a sudden, we're ahead. Like, it's, it's the fact that the Tigers just could not beat the Indians. And, and it wasn't even like they were close games, like, they were just embarrassing the Tigers every single time, whether it was in Cleveland, whether it was in Detroit, it was embarrassing. And and there it is right there. They straight dominated the division, and that's how you win uh, a division crown. So I, my hat's off to the Cleveland Indians. I, it, it enraged me to no end, and, it, and it, I would get texts from my Indians friends mocking me incessantly, and that's that's incredibly frustrating, but that's awesome. I'm very happy for the city of Cleveland, and and... We'll see what happens, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, I have to give the Cleveland Indians an A plus. Yeah. Like they they overperformed. Like with with the with the Cubs, you give them an A plus. I kind of give them an, a solid A. I can't give them an A plus just because of what their expectations were. That's um, a dumb reason. It's not a dumb reason. They they I they were supposed to dominate, and they did. It's it's. I think they should have won 110 games. Like I think they should have won 115 games. Like the, the, the Cubs should have straight. I mean, how on paper, how much better they are than everybody else from every single aspect of their team. I think they should have done better. The Indians, looking at them, I gave them a second, third place finish this season. And not only did they win the division, they won it. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't ever a outside of the first month and a half of the season, there wasn't one uh, worry that they weren't going to win that division. So, uh, congratulations, Cleveland Indians. We'll see what happens to you in the postseason. Second place. At 86 wins and 75 losses, eight games back from the division-leading Cleveland Indians. Uh, the Detroit Tigers. But you were also a game out of the wild card, right? Well, we ended up being two and a half out, but um, yeah, of the just, of the second wild of the card. Second wild, oh no, no, of the no. wild card. Yeah, yeah, a, a game out of the of the wild card, wild card. It it's uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Tigers were eliminated in game one sixty one for us. It would have been game one because we, so just right, like the, you miss, you the, missed the, game. the Tiger, <laughs> the Cubs, we we did not play. Well, we did. You guys played to one hundred sixty two, but our wins and losses aren't going to add up to one hundred sixty two because uh, uh, the game with Cleveland was rained out. Which, by the way, had Boston won, yeah, 
and Detroit yeah, lost home, home field. on yeah. Sunday yeah. on the last game of the season, the Tigers would have ended up having to play the Indians in game 162 on Monday in between the regular season and the postseason in a meaningless game for the Tigers, but in a game for the Indians. So that would have been, I was very, once the Tigers lost against the Braves, I was praying for the Blue Jays to win because like, I don't need these guys to have to play this awful game on Monday where, ugh, why would, what would, but regardless, here's the deal about the Tigers. They had uh, a tremendous amount of injuries this year. They just could not stay out. The same thing as last year. They, they, the Tigers are, sadly, the 2008 Phillies without a World Series ring. They are a team that is, that is getting older. And, and Victor Martinez, God bless him, is playing on two phantom knees. I mean, those things are just going to evaporate one day. And, and it's, it's the amount of would-be triples that ended up being singles that, that V-Mart mashes <laughs> is, is maddening. No, it's, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's just funny. It, it is. It's, it's, oh. I love the guy, but, but he, uh, every time he slides into second, every bone in my body cringes and I just, I, I get so nervous for him. I think I texted you and, and, and Danielle and a couple other people multiple times that's it. Season's over. V-Mart just, you know, exploded his knees because every time he would hit the dirt, it looked like a 450-year-old man, you know, barely being able to move. Uh, Castellanos got hurt. JD got hurt. You know, uh, I mean, Justin Verlander spit hot fire. I mean, it was 2012, 2013, JV. Maybe not necessarily 2011, JV, but it was, it is, it is, uh, the man... I fully believe had he thrown, I mean, he only gave up one run in the uh, last game of the season, but had he had had the Tigers won the last game of the season there and been able to back their way into the playoffs, I firmly believe JV would have gotten some, some, I mean, he'll still get Cy Young votes, but I I think it would have made an argument for him to win the Cy Young, which look, after the last couple of years of people completely disregarding him and throwing him out and the whole Kate Upton stuff and all that, it's, the guy was hurt. I said it years ago, he was hurt. He had surgery like it's gonna take some time for him to get back and his velocity is back yeah he's not touching 100 anymore but he's touching 97 98 99 it's it's and he's changing his pitch i mean his curveball is oh mwah, magnificent but so look the tigers i'm i'm disappointed obviously you're always going to be disappointed uh with your team i'm i'm proud of them for you know, oh, look, Miggy had another Miggy year. You know, it's it's ludicrous. Thirty eight home runs, hundred plus RBIs, batting over three hundred. Like it's the guy is is uh, it's exciting to watch him, regardless of anything else that's going on. It's exciting to watch Miggy. Um, I'm I'm gonna give them. What's the grade you would give the Tigers? B minus. Yeah, I was gonna go B, but B minus. B minus is what I give them. I, I I'm disappointed. You know, it's it's. I didn't have, I didn't expect them, the, the journalist hat in me did not expect them to dominate this year. I thought this division was going to be incredibly difficult. Uh, I thought it was going to be, not necessarily that we were, that all the teams were going to be necessarily that good, but just that they were all evenly matched. And so I thought the, the interdivisional play was going to be uh, uh, difficult, and it was. So, all right, moving on to the current uh, reigning and, and, and uh, no longer defending World Series champions, they ended the season at a at a neutral 81 and 81. Wow, I didn't realize that. 13 and a half games back, the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, a lot of people had 
you know, said that they weren't going to repeat. And then there were a lot of people because they had a pretty good start to the season again, right? Sure. Yeah. So then there were people like, well, they're just being naysayers. But it turns out that the they regressed to the mean. Yep. Well, not just that. It's also, let's face it, it's it's a long season that they've had 2014 2015 um, yeah 2014 2015 you know you make it to the world series back-to-back years that's an extra month of playing that, that it gets time once you actually win i don't care who you are like it, it takes a little bit out of your sales and your and your your competitive spirits i don't know does it like with those dynasty yankees would they have said that i think it's it's i think how do i put this the, the the dynasty Yankees were so much better than everybody else that even if they did take the foot off the pedal a little bit, they were going to be okay. The Royals had to play the best yeah, that saying. they could play in order to win. And this is not a a a a, a knock on them as much as it is, it is a uh, compliment to the di- the Yankee dynasties. The, the Royals were fantastic in 2014, 2015, but a lot of those guys had to have career years. They had to play out of their minds, and they did. And, yeah. and all the credit in the world to them for playing phenomenally. But so the Yankees could afford to take the, the foot off the pedal a little bit and still beat everybody because that's how good they were. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You've actually, for once, you've made perfect sense. <laughs> uh, it's the allergies. Um, so I give, I would give the Royals a solid C. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not bad because it was um, perfectly average. You know, I don't think most people expected them to have a great season. No. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to the Chicago White Sox. Oh, the Chicago White Sox. Oh, Jimmy Pardo, we love you so. <laughs> the, 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 Chris the Sale. White Sox. I think. I think when I think of the Chicago White Sox, I think of Chris Sale cutting up the jerseys. Well, that, but also just incredible. Sure, but I think I'm. I'm I think of Carla, I think of, of Carlos Rodon having no run support. Yep. Their starting I, pitching was fantastic yeah. at the beginning of the season. I think of Todd Frazier. Like not a lot of like, base hits, but a heck of yeah. a lot of home runs. Yep. Like this sort of seamlessly, and also seems to have fit in well with them. And you know, I think of Adam Eaton. Listen, they have. Uh, I texted Jimmy the second that that the White Sox hired Rick Renteria in the off season here. I I'm annoyed with that hiring as a Tigers fan because ugh, they have so much talent. They just had a horrendously bad manager. And I love Robin Ventura as a person, but as a manager, he just he either needs to adapt or or go become a hitting coach or a pitching coach somewhere like it's it's a hitting coach really i i don't know if he could be able to be a manager uh in in, in the current incarnation of major league baseball but that white Sox team is going to be good next year yeah i'm so. calling it now yeah, like, I think they're so. going to be good next year yeah. and that annoys me yeah. uh all right we're, we're we got to go a little bit faster on this here so uh well, whose minute- fault is that manish what Sp- spending 15 minutes talking about the tigers F- okay 15 minutes on the Tigers. We spent sure. maybe a minute and a half on the Tigers and 20 minutes on the Cubs. 85 minutes. 85 minutes. All minute right. Here we go. Minnesota Twins. <laughs> Ooh. F. 59 wins. Oh, dear. And, oh, wait. White Sox grade. Mm, C minus. I'm giving them a D. D. Because they have too much talent on that team to only have 78 wins. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Twins, 59 wins, 103 losses, 35 and a half games back. Huge F. F minus, F triple minus. I love it because th- <laughs> this team, 
Look, actually, they, not and they overperformed last season. They did. Season. They one hundred percent overperformed. And I, I think I'm on the record on this podcast saying last year that they overperformed. That they were Paul Molitor had them playing. It was a Robin Ventura in 2012 effect, where Robin Ventura had the White Sox playing way above their station, and then completely they lost eleven of the last fourteen games uh, at the end of the season there, and that was kind of the White Sox that I knew and loved that I saw. Molitor the same thing, where he had them playing out of their minds. Uh, real quick, would you mind getting her off my uh, bag, please? Thank Except you. Except it's a it's Man, a male. Whatever. It's a male. They're cats. They're all cat. Whatever. Just all their furs, all of my stuff. Um, but, but <laughs> I'm very allergic to cats. So uh, yeah, so so he had them playing above their, their their you know out of their minds, and this year like they have a lot of good young kids. I like them, but uh, yeah. It, they're not as bad as they played this year. They're not as good as they were last year. You know, we'll see what offseason, if they make any offseason moves. And, and But yeah, 59 wins and 103 losses. That's that's a lot of losses. You can't, you can't lose 100 games. We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or me. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discussed on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion, so please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special, or honestly, just if you want to say hello. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, please take a look at our archives, like our chat with Tony Award-winning composer Tom Kitt. In this clip, Tom reveals that his father was actually a minor league pitcher with the Yankees. My father uh, is a former professional baseball player. My father actually was drafted by the Yankees. My father has a lot of expertise and often will expound his, uh, his <laughs> wisdom for the for the game. But um, yes, but those are the kinds of conversations. And you know, if a guy's, if, if my dad, my dad was a left-handed pitcher and threw in the in the upper 90s, and he was a starter. But if he's going and he's feeling good, let the guy throw. Absolutely. Know, because at the end of the day, your best pitcher, righty lefty, is going to be a better matchup than a weaker guy. Who, who, who might have a, a curveball advantage, you know? And now back to our 2016 MLB season wrap-up. All right, moving on. Back to the NL. Let's do NL West. Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, I don't know how they did yep. what they did without Clayton Kershaw for two months. I don't know what I they mean, did without crazy. that great of a starting pitching. Yeah. Like it's, it's, they had, I think, 15, 20. They had, like, a crazy amount of... Different- I believe they set a record for most DL visits for the entire team like it's (laughs) seriously like that's not like it's ludicrously these guys i i made the excuse for the tigers that we were injured but apparently that's not a good enough excuse because the doyers oh boy they didn't care they and i don't know where their offense came justin turner came out of nowhere no he didn't come out of nowhere well as far as as no no i'm sorry justin Corey seager Corey Corey seager came out justin turner had a terrible first six weeks of the season and then then, yeah, yeah Unbelievable! Uh, Yasmani Grandal had yeah. a terrible first uh, yeah. half of the season, and he completely uh, uh, tore the cover off the ball. Yeah, um, yeah. Corey Seager is just good lord. That young man is going to be a superstar in this league. 
Um, it's also, I mean, you can't talk about, to me, you can't talk about the Dodgers' success without also talking about the Giants' crazy collapse. We're going to, we're going to, we're, we're, I mean, we'll they're, they're, but they are, it they are really inextricably is, linked. they're so, yes. they're so linked. They're inextricably, inextricably, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to, yeah. So I would give the Dodgers a solid A. I give them an A plus actually because I believe they overperformed like crazy. Ninety one wins for that team in that division. Uh, yes, I think that they 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 overperformed. They did a fantastic job cobbling. Dave Roberts, yeah, one I put eighty percent of the credit on his shoulders. Like he did, I really like him as a manager, and he did a fantastic job. Uh, all right, San Francisco Giants. I mean, how do you even grade them? It's so uh, weird. This is one of the weirdest seasons ever. They had streaks of like eight wins in a row, followed by a streak of eight losses in a row, like throughout the whole season. First half, second half, it's unbelievable. I mean, but even they, in the first half, they had oh, the crazy course. streaky but, stuff. But, but luckily, you know, being able to 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 somehow back their way into the playoffs <laughs> that way, and, and and to finish it, to finish it, the last three games of the season to sweep the Dodgers. Uh, that they had a commanding lead. That's why I say you can't talk about the yeah. Dodgers season without also talking about the Giants because they yeah. had a commanding lead in the division for much of the season. Yeah, and then they had such a t- like they 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 lost. I think it was something like a ten game difference. Yeah, in the standings between the two teams that went from the Giants being in first place to being in second place and barely and almost not even making the postseason, I, which would have been probably the biggest collapse ever to to have the best record in all of baseball at the. Break, and then, not, make and then not even make the postseason. It, it, As it is, they have one of one of the worst ever second halves of a of a of a playoff team. Anyway, so but this is what the Giants do. I guess it's. This I mean, I don't know. The the, do they always do. do that though? Like being so streaky. Well, so I mean, if you look at on a macro on a macro level, sure. 2010 World Series, 2011 missed the playoffs, 2012 World Series, 2013 yeah, missed the playoffs, saying, 2014. Yeah. So I mean, this is what this is their mo. <laughs> so this is what they do, and this is why I I put Bruce Bochy. In I the Hall of Fame of Hall of Fames, because to be able to, he's the one consistent. They've had, I mean, Posey's been there, and I mean, they've had some guys that have been there for for most of this this crazy run that they're on. But Bochi, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he keeps that. Tammy talking about taking the foot off the brake a little bit, like how he's able to get these guys up after winning and then after losing. And have any of them believe that they can still do it is that so for for the wild card game, uh, Buster Posey was mentioning how in the dugout, I guess he was like, yeah, Noah Syndergaard, uh, it was Mets Giants and Noah Syndergaard was throwing a gem as of course he, he he's known to do. And Mad, Bu- Mad Bum was as well. But he's like, you know, as, as good as Noah was pitching, he's like, it was just so deathly calm in our dugout. Like there was no... No one was worried. No one was concerned. It was like, yeah, we got this. And that level of confidence, that level of just, yeah. You know, I know we've had a historically bad second half. I know we've had seasons in the last couple of years where we haven't even made the postseason, but we can do this. This isn't really that big of a deal. We're going to win. That's cool. I mean, I admire that. So by the time you listen to this, the, the Cubs-Giants series will already be a couple games old, so so we'll see what happens. I know that you are justifiably concerned because sure. it's, it's... I mean, we, we we won the season series against them, but it was... It's the playoffs, though. Like but, I said, it's the, but like most of the games were one-run affairs. And like I said, I'm you not... Know, so it's like... I'm always of two minds of comparing regular season uh, um, success versus postseason success. It's just... it's. It's a completely different game. Yeah, um, so. but I mean, I think I, I anticipate. Who knows? Anything could happen. I anticipate these to be tight, exciting, well pitched, well defended. It's going to be a fun series. Ser- I, it it know, will so. have been a fun couple of games of the series. I just don't by want. You know what? I don't want is for anyone to just give it away. I want it to be like. I agree. Know, just to to 
I want them to be great battles. All right, moving on. Colorado. I would give them. Oh, and the Giants. What do you give them? Oh. I would give them a weird B. I have to give them the weird, like somewhere in the B's. B, C plus C, B minus is what I go for, just because mm. it's you can't. It's 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 162 games. We don't play three months. We don't play a half a season here. Like it's yes, yeah. they were lucky that they were able to get there because they played so well. So almost like a solid C, where it's like you guys are perfectly in the middle. You should be great. You should be terrible. You're right in the middle. All right. Um, Colorado. I think Colorado kind of overperformed a lot of things. I mean, mm, I think with the talent they have. So I uh, watched more Colorado Rockies games this year than I ever have in my entire life. Yeah. And they have so many good young kids. Yeah. So many good young kids. And they got the NL batting champ and DJ LeMayhew. They have Nolan Arenado, yep. who nobody talks about I on talk a national about him all scale. The time. On a national scale. <laughs> On a national scale, nobody talks about Nolan, and he is. I've seen so many. I, I saw a bunch of. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to Vin's last three games at Dodger Stadium and see Nolan play live, and oh my goodness, they played the Dodgers, played the Rockies, and and everything he does on offense and defense is just unbelievable. They have this kid John Gray, this pitcher John Gray, who is a stud. He's just yeah, a I big yeah. lug, and he. Uh, I saw him throw. I believe it was either sixteen or seventeen strikeouts. Uh, in a game, it was a it was a complete game shutout. I think 105 pitches and 16 or 17 strikeouts, like just a a ludicrous game. Um, you know, Chad Bettis is 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 I like him as an arm. They have a lot of of really fantastic young talent. And Walt Weiss, just I put a lot of the blame on Walt Weiss. Mm-hmm. I think Walt Weiss probably lost them 10 games this year on just bad bullpen management, bad lineup management. And Walt Weiss is no longer the manager of of the Rockies, and we're going to see who they they take. But I think I give the Rockies a solid C as well. And I, but I think that they hire there's there's uh, my friend Danielle has told me that apparently there's a a minor league coach in their uh, manager, their AAA manager that they're thinking about hiring, and and if they. You know, he seems to know a lot of the young kids already that they came up through him. Sure. I think, I'm saying it now, I think the Rockies and the White Sox are teams to look out yeah, for I agree. next year. They played the Cubs really tough this season, too. They won those season series against yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, so Colorado, yeah, we'll see what happens with them next year. Arizona, Ooh. 69 wins, Ooh. 93 losses, 18 Ooh. games back. D minus. Yeah. I mean, Zach especially Grinke. Zach Grinke. What the hell happened there? Once again, my first pick in the 2000. I was so excited. No, my second pick because Mickey was my first pick. So Zach Grinke was still around for my second pick. And I was like, oh, my goodness. How is Zach Grinke still around? Oh, he gave up seven runs in his first game. This is how Zach Grinke still around. What happened? I don't understand. Is must- it? He was hurt for some of it, right? Apparently, I don't. Yes, but was it one of those like on the DL to get his head on straight? I, no, I mean he was hurt, but I can't. I can't. That's not the reason. It's it that can't be the reason. I mean, he was bad all year, and look, we all know that that. And I empathize with him. I have my own social anxiety issues and my own you know neuroses and my own whatever. Uh, so, like I said, this is not to to in any way, shape, or form judge him in any way. But who? Oh, I mean, there. I don't know what happened to his his. Maybe it was just a new change of scenery, change of whatever that just that just did not agree with him. Yeah, I don't know. Sad, but uh, they have Paul Goldschmidt. I was about to say Goldie's Goldie, Gold, and Paul another Goldschmidt. guy that once again, what, what like Vado, like Trout, like Felix. That's just it's a wonderful, wonderful player who is stuck in the middle of a desert where nobody talks about him. Yep. 
Um, and San Diego. I mean, I'm not going to lie. And I'm sorry to our San Diego friends out there. At least four times a year, I forget that San Diego has a baseball team. <laughs> I don't know why it happens, but if I'm talking to someone and we're talking about the NL West, I will sit there and I'll be like, Giants, Dodgers, Rockies, Diamondbacks. That's not enough teams. Oh, my God, the Padres. I forgot the Padres existed. Yeah, I love that ballpark. I love that city. Yeah, they're, they're, what are they doing there? I don't understand. I, I know Manfred's talking about expanding from 30 to 32, and they want Montreal to have a team, and they want all these teams. I don't want San Diego to ever lose a team, but they got to do something quick because they are the most forgettable team in Major League Baseball. <laughs> I don't even remember you saying what you just said. Yeah. I forgot that you said something. Uh, and I love you, San Diego. I, I, I threatened to move to San Diego every winter. Every time there's a winter in New York, I threatened to move to San Diego. I love that town. I love uh, that ballpark. I love everything about you. I can't even remember the games the Cubs played against. I'm telling you. <laughs> right now, I, I'm trying to think of one memory of the San Diego Padres this year. I can't think of one. Oh, wait. Was the All-Star game in San Diego this year? Yeah. That's what it was. I bought a, oh my God. <laughs> The All-Star game was in San Diego, and I bought myself a Tiger's hat and the, and the old Padres 80s logo that they, they, they made these great hats. So I bought a Padres-style hat this year, and that I still funny. forgot. Oh, San Diego, I love you. Okay, G- do better. All right, moving on. Let's go to the AL West. Texas Rangers. Weird, weirdest season ever. Ninety-five of, wins, yeah. sixty-seven losses. But all these one-run games, you know, and they're not. You know, it's interesting. You talk to any stats guys, and yep. they're like, "That's portentous of nothing." Yep. It's, yeah, yeah. I remember the Orioles a couple years yeah. ago were like twenty-eight and four in one-run games. But and, it is weird how much they've had these weird come from behind wins, and they their bullpens have exploded, and that's part of part of the part of the one-run games is that they'll have a big lead and give up a bunch of runs and hold right. on, you know. They've had a really weird, like their run differential was almost nothing. What is it? It's um, I'm gonna have to look that up. Hold on, keep but, talking. Um, so they, I mean, I think there's great, exciting players on their team. Obviously, you know, the, they have some really good pitching. They, I love Adrian Beltre. Uh, you know, I think that Carlos Beltran has been this weird perennial <laughs> guy who can just always do something. You know, um, this. So yeah, uh, real quick, 95 wins, 67 losses, eight run. Differential eight plus a plus eight run differential. That's crazy. I mean, just for context, the Cubs were plus two hundred and fifty-two. Yeah, uh, um, it's crazy. So yeah. I mean, I think they're a really exciting team, and, and I love I, Texas. And, and they have a they have a they clearly have a huge fight in them, and all that stuff. Like they and they and they and I love the way that like especially Beltre and Andrus. Of course, no. Look, Beltre jo- is around with Beltre each other. Beltre is and, my. Pro- I'm not gonna say top three non-tiger like him Ichiro like it, it's just I I Adrian Beltre I I I hold in such high regards and I I love him as a person as a ball player I know this is not me going out on a limb um, but we can't talk about Texas without talking about the one major news that happened in Texas this year and that is of course the the career-ending injury and the retirement of one Prince Fielder yeah and and that that was. So devastating to me as as a person that that the Fielder family has meant so much to me in my lifetime, and after kind of the wake up call of of, of Cecil's kind of checkered past, 
And then to see how how good of a man that Prince is on top of that, a good family man, a good baseball man, a good just person. Um, that press conference was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. And you know, I mean, I, my my relationship to Prince is when he was a Brewer and of coming into Wrigley Field and just destroying baseball. <laughs> Couple of inside the park home runs in in Milwaukee and and yeah. and just. You know, you and I have talked about this multiple times. You, you I like how you de- de- describe his his home run swing or just his swing in general. How I described it? Well, you just described watching Prince hit. Well, I mean, seeing him, li- I haven't, I live. didn't get to see him live that many times. But especially the last time I saw him live was with you, with you when we were in Cleveland watching game. And I don't know that I've ever seen a ball travel as quickly off the bat as I did off of his bat. I don't it's, know. I don't I don't have a memory a of it. Violent I mean, swing. It's a violent but beautiful swing. And it the I mean in the ball like you know like when they say line drive it is on a rope it, it <laughs> yeah. like literally was it you could have drawn a straight line from the bat to where the ball hit the wall. Yeah. And it was in point zero zero how many seconds? I mean it was crazy. Yeah. And he was so nimble for being a big guy. He I mean, really was. He's it, a great athlete. Like all of the things. I miss him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss him. I, I, I hope he finds happiness. I don't, I'm going really to curious what his post career, because he is a huge family guy and he seemed to love baseball, the game, but I'm going to be curious if he wants to coach or manage or, or just leave baseball together and do something else because it's, yeah. it's, he seems like a complicated gentleman. And we have to, I just have to give a shout out to my great yeah. friend, Kurt. I love who's Kurt. Who's a huge Texas Rangers fan and you know um as we're recording this it was game one they they got shellacked by the Blue Jays we don't know what's going to happen he was there he gets the opportunity to go to games a lot during the postseason he was at game six of the 2000 Uh, he texted me was it 12 uh, can now now forget him no the 11 the the 2011 World Series where the the Mm, Rangers were one two you know one strike away from winning the World Series he was there like he's had Look at he him. has he, been through thick and thin with them, and my heart goes out to him. He texted so. me a week before the regular season ended and was like, hey, you know, if, you know, Tigers, Rangers, ALDS, let's go. Come out of Texas. You know, we'll go. It'll be fun. It'll be great. And then he texted me Sunday. I'm so very disappointed. You're t- yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, he's, he's a, you know, he's, we got to maybe get him on the podcast at we one do. point because he's very funny. Um, his, his rabid hatred of Ian Kinsler or it's not safe for this podcast as far as the language that he uses. But let's just say that every time Ian Kinsler is up to bat, I get a text from him. I hope this pitcher hits him in the malehood region. We'll just say it. It's just, he wants him to hit him every time he's his rabid hatred for Ian Kinsler will (laughs) never not make me laugh. And I love it. So, all right, Texas, uh, grade. I'm gonna give them a solid A. a yeah. I think they did a great job. They got a great, a lot of talent there. They got a lot and of I, great I think obviously offense. their manager is great. Oh yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. Um, should win the manager of the year in the AL, uh, if not Francona. Uh, Seattle Mariners, 86 wins, 76 losses, nine games back. Wow, what another disappointing season for yeah, the Mariners. But, but it's weird because I. There's there were signs of life and yep. Robbie like, Cano played very yeah. very well this year. Yeah. You know Kyle Seager played well. Like they they had you know and, and but it's it's Felix. I'm gonna be curious if this was kind. Of, he didn't have a Felix esque. He had a good year, but yeah. not a Felix X S year. So maybe it's a JV type situation where he's getting a little bit older, a little bit more yeah. wear and tear. He's gonna have to adjust and learn a couple new pitches. Um, yeah, I remember I was listening at some point during the season. You know, I was on a, a like driving around when you know. I came like in California or something and, and, uh, or on the road with the tour. And I was, you know, like to listen to ball games and I was listening to a Mariners ball game and 
they it was like so evident that they were just going to lose that they were winning that game and just there were things happening in the way they were approaching their at bats and the yeah. way that there was just i could just tell they were going to lose the game yep. and they lost the game yep um and i don't know what that is that yeah. thing you just it's it 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 just had that feeling and they did they lost the game they blew it um so it seems like that's the kind of season that they had and they yeah. were in the hunt. They were so they were like up till the, the end of it, in the, in the in wild the card, and the, they, they were in it till the end. And just I, I've said on the podcast before, they they were my secret team when I was a kid. I, I liked the Mariners, and so I've always kind of had a, a a small affinity. Actually, I like a lot of the AL West now, you know. But um, I, think, I wish them the best of luck. I love their ballpark. We both agree that it's one of the best yeah, ones it's in, great. In, in baseball. And I think and, that the Nintendo sale is going to be good for them because I think that they have people now who are going to be more yeah. involved in the. In the baseball and the actual baseball app. Yeah. Look, Nintendo did a great job yeah. with them. And I, I was very, you know, they did a one, especially integrating the Japanese uh, culture in, yeah. into uh, that. I mean, look, it's it, it, Seattle, I think both Anthony and I would agree. We would like to see you do a little bit better next yeah. year. Yeah. So I give um, them a C. Yeah, I give them a B minus. B minus. Um, Houston Astros. Man, the Houston Whoa. Astros. Jose Altuve, I love I adore you. that man more than it is probably acceptable for a straight single man to adore someone like no, you can adore people it's your, you have an open heart you love i do love, I, there's nothing I, wrong with loving someone. i love jose altuve and i watched him live maybe seven or eight times this year and every time i watch him it is just it's just exciting he is just a he is going to be one of the greats to play this game all around from stolen bases to batting averages his home runs this year yeah. his home runs were up this year like yep. it's it's he he is fantastic, yep. and Correa is fantastic, yep. and Springer is fantastic, and they've got so much great. What happened to to Keuchel? I don't know. I mean, good lord, what happened there? Doug Fister just uh, for a couple of minutes looked good, and then completely. It's just they. I give them a D. Yeah. Like I don't care if they finished third in the division with eighty four wins; they were above five hundred. But they should have been so much better than they were. I agree. Um, yeah, Houston, get it together, Angels. Uh, F. Sorry. Yeah. F. F minus again. I don't care that you were fourth <laughs> in the division. Oh 74 wins, 88 losses. What are you doing, Angels? How do you have... Uh, and here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. The best overall baseball player in Major League Baseball today. Mike Trout. Yes. How do you have this man? 74 wins. What are you doing? How are you not putting more people around him? I don't know. How are you not getting betting, better starting pitching? How are you not... Mike Sosha, I legitimately forgot that he was still the manager. I was at an Angels game. I was in Angels Stadium with my friend. And he looked at me and he said, who's managing the... Because he, he, hadn't, he hadn't really been following it. Who's managing the Angels right now? He's like, it's not still Sosha, right? I was like, no, I think they got rid of Sosha like last year or so, oh, no, a couple no, years no. ago. Oh, no, it's still Sosha, yeah. I, I forgot he was the manager. That's how inconsequential this person is. I love Mike Sosha. I yeah. think he's a wonderful, but it is time for a change. Yeah, Anaheim. I feel. I feel like there's some dysfunction happening there. Oh, I think <laughs> you're right. Yeah. So we. I was. I was able to go to game one of the of the of the season, which was the Cubs versus the Angels. And, yeah. And that was a great day for me. <laughs> Good contribution. All right, moving on. <laughs> Oakland Athletics. So I give them, I give them an A plus for opening day. I give them an F minus for the season. Get it together, LA. Get it. They together. gave me the joy of seeing, seeing Jake 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitching yeah, yeah. nine nothing shutout. All right. <laughs> Oakland Athletics. Uh, Billy Bean. Yeah. Good job with that Josh Donaldson move. That's that was a smart move. Um, <laughs> Do I detect some sarcasm? No, I, I don't. I, uh, well, Sixty-nine biggest, wins, ninety-three losses. The biggest question for back. me about them is Sonny Gray. I don't know what happened. Uh, look, like, Sonny Gray went off the cliff. He went off the cliff, but also Sonny Gray was also not as good as people thought. That. He's he was a solid. I think Sonny Gray was a solid two-three pitcher in most. I, I don't think he was this ace that everyone put on him. And yes, he did not have a great year this year. He wasn't nearly as bad as he played this year. But I think it's one of those cases where people put a lot of of stock into a pitcher that had a couple of good seasons and really hadn't proven that much yet. But man. Getting rid of Reddick, getting rid of Coco. Once again, that whole you know the gimmick of the of the A's fans having a, a jersey with player to be named later on the back, player to be named later on the back. I feel terrible for that franchise. They need a new ballpark. They need yeah. a, a better way of managing because Billy Ball ain't working no more. Yeah. Everyone's doing it now, and it ain't working. And it, to be honest, it didn't work really well when when it was working either. How many rings do you have, Billy? I know that's not how you define whatever, but. Don't got a lot of rings, and and for a team that's got a revolving door of players, you got to give that city something to believe yeah. in, and something to hold on to. I'm just grateful to Billy Bean for for Addison Russell <laughs> for giving us. Addison All right, Russell. moving on. So uh, they get an A plus for for that. For we have me. two more divisions left. Let's <laughs> let's let's power through these. We have two more divisions left. Uh, National League East, the Nationals. The, the Nats. I, I, I just don't like them. Great, great starting pitching. I love me some Bryce Harper. Uh, you know, he started off the season at a historic pace, and then shoulder injuries kind of stopped him a little bit, and, and, and he's been playing through shoulder injuries all year. I have, like, sour. 95 when I think wins, of, 67 losses. When I think of the losses. Nationals, I get sourness. I think of sourness. I think of, like, not great. You really do have a weird thing about the Nationals. I have a weird thing, about thing with the Nationals. I do. I don't. I don't enjoy those players. There's nobody on their team. Maxi? I don't enjoy him. I don't really. I don't enjoy him. No. That is interesting to me. I don't so know okay, what do it you, is. Do you do you dislike them or do you just nothing them or do they just rub you the wrong way? There's something about it, yeah, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. I don't. I. I there's like a sourness that I feel about it. Daniel Murphy makes me cringe. I don't like Daniel Murphy. But I mean, I admire his baseball acumen. I certainly think I, Bryce Harper is a, can be a great ball player. I just don't. There's something about their attitude, their vibe. I just don't. It 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 I, it chills me. Okay. Uh, but say, I think clearly they're a good baseball team in terms of like being able to win baseball games. Sure, Dusty's done a good. Dusty has done a good job with them this year. Um, I mean, he he clearly like with the Giants, he can handle clubhouses that have crusty weirdos. Absolutely. You know, he's Absolutely. got that ability, clearly, so he can do that. <coughs> you know, and I'm you know, I'm sure that Joey Votto's a little bit of a crusty weirdo and, and he could <laughs> he did a good job with him in the in the in the Reds, you know, with the Reds. So I I think he's a good fit for that team, for sure. Clearly. And he made them play up to their, you know, on paper potential more this year. And all that's I like I respect their ability to win ball games, but I just don't I'm not drawn to them in any way. Fair enough. I mean uh, I uh... I've got a little bit of an attachment to them just because of my involvement with them coming to D.C. when I was living there, when I was working for ESPN and going to the inaugural game at RFK Stadium. So I've always kind of felt a bit of an attachment to D.C. And I do love Bryce Harper. Um, I, 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 
I love all of his shenanigans and all of his let's make baseball fun again or great again or or, or you know I I, I like that I, I especially like also just because juxtaposed next to Mike Trout I like there being a good old you know good old American fashion like you know I'm just gonna a Jeter and a a a attitude wise only Willie Mays um you know where it's <laughs> it's it's a a I like the attitude juxtaposition between the two of those gentlemen. Maxi, we've we've gone over on this. He is my ex. You know, I I love him and I hate him. And I I, you know, that nineteen or twenty strikeout game um, was uh, incredible. I mean, I watched every single. That was a game. I mean, obviously it was against the Tigers, and and I was watching that, texting with our uh, guest of the show, former guest of the show, Maxwell Glick who is, uh, uh, we both decided that night to watch that game together. He was in LA, I was in New York, and we were texting throughout the whole game. And he was commenting at how he, he was amused by the fact that I was rooting for the 21 strikeouts, even though it was against the Tigers. Um, which, look, not looking back, had we won that game, maybe we would have been in the playoffs, which is kind of annoying to look back on. But uh, I, I'm, I'm a history guy first, and so I cheered when Henderson Alvarez threw the no-hitter against sure, the Tigers yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was live against yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I cheered for Maxi when he had the 20 strikeouts against the Tigers. You know, it was, that was a cool moment, and he probably will win the Cy Young this year. Um, so I guess I would give them an A-minus? A-minus. A-minus, Yeah. Uh, Metropolitans of New York, 87 wins, 75 you losses, have to give 8 them, games back. You have to give them a B-plus just because of how much they overcame. Yes. Yeah, their starting rotation is held together by by a, a thin piece of string. And and offensively, they've been streaky. I mean, Curtis Granderson, God bless him, 450 home runs, negative 2 RBI. I don't know how that happened. Sir, I'm not sure those are the real statistics. Uh, it's it's ludicrous. What I believe it was something like, I don't remember off the top, but it was a, 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 a bunch of home runs and 30. not a lot. 30 home runs and 59 RBI or something like yes, that. Yes, 30 home runs. Um, just, it's, it's ridiculous. So... Um, why does your computer keep chiming at us? Because I have the Wi-Fi on so I can look at stuff and so email people. I'm going to close my email. Goodbye, email. Um, I, I don't think anybody can hear that. If you can hear that, sorry. You don't have email. That's us. Chime. Um, I've listened to different podcasts before and their their email thing will go off. And every time I check my stupid phone. So sorry for that, folks. I just closed my email and I closed my texting and I closed all that nonsense. Uh, so, yeah, no. I mean, uh once again, with that rotation, they if that rotation is healthy, they should win 100 games. But that rotation wasn't healthy. And, and it's interesting to see Matt Harvey be at the back of the line, behind Matt, behind DeGrom, behind Syndergaard, behind all these guys <coughs> from where he was uh, a couple years back. So uh, sorry, Mets. You know, you had a great season. And, and you know, you, you played way above where you should have played. I don't know if you would have won that that wild card game. Had how deep you would have gone, anyways. So, let's try to stay healthy next year and see what you can do. Uh, Miami Marlins, seventy nine wins, eighty two losses. I think there's only one thing we can talk about uh, with Miami, and that's that's Jose Fernandez. Um, that was just uh, look. We've we've lived through it before. Daryl Kyle with Oscar Tavares with you know Thurman. We just it's it's. Yeah, but what Jose was doing, he was on historic paces yep. for things. Yeah, so 24 years old, 
Uh, speaking of Max, earlier this year, Max had, the, like, I believe, the strikeout rate. I think yeah, was no, one of the greatest all time, right? Yeah, I mean, Maxwell Glick had, had he and I were texting earlier this season. He's, I think, I believe it was Arizona. Like he drove from LA to another city just to see Jose. Like it's just, it's, it's Jose was. There's something about him. I, I, I've a lot of my friends have worked with him personally, and I never got a chance to meet the young, the young man. Um, but when I say that nobody had a bad thing to say about him, it's not that nobody had a bad thing to say about him. It's that nobody had an indifferent. Yeah, or everybody maybe. had a glowing thing to say about him. Yeah. Everybody's interaction with him was what a tremendous young man. And I know that there's some controversy of how his life ended and, and who knows what happened on that boat that night. And I'm not here to judge because I've done some stupid things in my life as well. And and I'm not going to judge someone based on their 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 worst decisions and their their worst problems, but he was such a light, you know, just seeing it. And uh, that day, that Sunday, it was, I was at Dodger stadium. It was Vin's last game at Dodger stadium. And, and I was there with, with my friend Danielle. And then as much as Vin was filling that, 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 uh, stadium, I mean, every person in that ballpark wanted to talk about Jose. Yeah. And, and it was just, it was, I was really happy. Monica texted us that day as well, that she was at, I think a Padres game, just how she said, I'm really happy to be at a ballpark today of all yeah. days, just yeah. wanting to be a part of this. And, and uh, you know, when the Marlins played that game that night against the Mets, I was driving in LA, I was in my car and I had to pull over um, when they did the Ken Burns baseball um, trumpet, uh, take me out of the ball game. I started uncontrollably crying. Like yeah. it was, it, I, I've, I've not been affected by someone like that, that I didn't know in a very long time. I also, I, on a happier note of the Marlins, I think it, we also have to acknowledge Ichiro's achievement. Yes. Um, 3,000 hits. Yeah. Ichiro had 3,000 hits and that, that, uh, here where I'm going <laughs> to, Loria, you wonderful human being. Ty Simpkins and I did a 12 stadium tour this summer. And one of our games was in Miami when Ichiro was sitting on two nine nine seven and they had a 10 game homestand and Ichiro played a grand total of zero games in Miami during his, you know, trying to get his 3000 hit. And then he gets two nine, 2,999 in Colorado. They've got one game left in Colorado and then they're going to have another long homestand. He plays the Sunday game in Colorado, and of course he gets it because that's what he does. So they got his 3,000 hit in Colorado. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you signing this person that you clearly don't want to play every day? If you're signing him because you think he's going to help your team and play every day, great. You don't play him every day, so clearly you signed him for this gimmick, and you didn't even take advantage of that gimmick. Yeah, it's weird. I agree. I still love him. Oh, no, look, I yeah. adore, I wanted Ichiro to be able to, I know at home is weird because Miami's not really his home, but yeah, I yeah. wanted, it's, it's. <sighs> that terrible ballpark. Wait, oh, Miami, I thought you said yeah, Coors. No, I no, love Miami, Coors. Miami's yeah. terrible ballpark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> young Ty Simpkins. So I guess I would give them Marlins a C plus. I think they, they did better yeah, than Yeah, they, they were there at the end and they should have been there. Um, but but real quick, Ty, uh, we were in Miami when they unveiled the All-Star Game logo. And uh, he was like, 
Oh, goodness. Yeah, we got to wrap up. You know what? He basically said, I want to go to the All-Star game, but not in Miami. Next, we got to wrap up because we, we, we got stuff to do. Philadelphia Phillies. Ryan Howard's last season with the Phillies, yeah. but apparently he said he's not retiring. I know, yeah. What does that but, mean? But I mean, he had 25 home runs, right? And I don't know what his batting average was, but it Terrible. wasn't great. It was below um, And he can't play. So maybe he goes to an AL team. Yeah, but maybe. Just, uh, look, I'm never going to tell a professional athlete when to retire. So retire yeah. when you want. Philadelphia Phillies, 71 and 91. They got a lot of good young kids. I would give them actually a C minus because there was some like their their pitching has a lot of promise. They have some they have some exciting young players. I mean, I I think that they did better than anyone thought they would do. All right, moving on. Um, sorry, folks. Just we we uh, the we're Braves. Gonna, the Braves, 68 93. They sold everybody off. They're going to a new stadium. I'm Freddie annoyed. Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Yes, uh, 30 plus Nick game Marcakis. hitting streak at the end. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in the next year. Nick Marcakis? Yeah. Oh, Orioles. Why did, what did you do? Why yeah. did you do I mean, that? I think that, yeah, they, they clearly get like a D minus, but they also, like, they played some. They played, they, the second half of the season, yeah. they played shockingly well. Yeah, the fact yeah. that actually they only have 93 losses. Because yeah, they is, had a historically yes, bad beginning. Is, yeah. is a credit to how they played in the last half of yeah, the season. Yeah. All right. Last division. We're going to power through this. Boston Red Sox. Good Lord. The Red Sox and the Yankees, I am so annoyed. We had a couple of years where it looked like they weren't going to be at the front of everybody's you know, attention. But for the next 10 years, the Red yeah, Sox and the I Yankees think, have just I'm, replenished themselves. But I'm glad. I like this Red Sox team. Me too. I like the young players. I they, like the way they you know, went about it. Mookie is you know. great. Uh, Jackie yeah. Bradley Jr. is great. No, I'm annoyed in the hate respect way. I'm not annoyed. And I'm annoyed in the... Oh, oh. Stop being good for a minute. Please stop being good for a minute no, so that we can... can I, I don't have that same feeling about the Red Sox as I do about the Cardinals. Oh, or I absolutely them. do. After yeah. this last decade and a half, oh, I, I, I you get it. We get it, Red Sox. You're good now. Walk away. Leave some for the rest of us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they had some weird pitching. Porcello, you know, I missed that man. He, he pitched brilliantly well. David Price had kind of a weird, uh, yeah, weird. weird season there. Stephen yeah. Wright came out of nowhere and... and you know, uh, good for you. Uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on on uh, the manager's name? Um, Farrell. Uh, thank you. Jeez, Farrell. Uh, good job, pinch hitting or pinch running for for Stephen Wright in a meaningless game, and then having him get injured and and miss the last half of the season. Good move. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're they they were a and David I give Ortiz, them, I them a good. I give them a good A. Oh, yeah, yeah solid A. Yeah. David Ortiz, last season, you don't need to hear more from us. He had a historic blah, 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 blah. Good for you, David. We don't want you to retire. Retire. Um, oh, my goodness. Or It's just okay. I, I'm, I'm right. sick of hearing yeah. every single broadcast where yes. he's not even on, they're talking about Big Poppy. And yes. it's just, it's, come on, folks. Well, There's more to baseball than one guy. Yes. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, you know, eked away in the playoffs. They they were playing great in the first half, and they kind of had a weird. They're they're. You're always in the game when you're playing the Toronto Blue Jays because that pitching staff just yeah. did not know how to yeah. hold a lead. Uh, 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 wow, did this division have a lot of home runs between them and the Orioles? Oh wait, I skipped the Orioles. I'm sorry. The well, Orioles. They, well, were, they were, were tied though. Yeah, 89 and 73. 89 and 73. Yeah. So it's just Orioles and the Blue Jays. Woo! Home a lot runs. of home runs. A lot of home runs. A lot of home runs for both <laughs> yes. these 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 teams. But clearly the the Blue Jays have better defense. Yes. Yeah, they have Kevin Pillar. They have Troy Tulowitzki. Yes. Yeah, I mean they have Russell Martin behind the plate. That, um, I yeah. It, Pilar is super fun to watch. Oh, oh my god! I mean yeah. it is. Yeah. It's just I I I want to just throw balls four hundred feet to his right and see him run and catch it. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, Orioles, Blue Jays, just a lot of home runs. Yes. They are ridiculous. Let's go to the Yankees. I mean, good Lord, 84 and 78. 84 and oh, oh, 78. So grades, I would give the Blue Jays a B. Yes. Because I think they underperformed. Mm-hmm. And I would give the Orioles a B. Okay. Or B plus. I think the Orioles kind of hung around more than people thought they would with their pitching staff. I think so, too. I think I, I think they, they – and look, they live and die by the home run, and that's yeah. hard to win in the postseason with yeah. that. Um, I would give the Yankees a solid B plus. Oh, I give them an absolute B plus. What what they did selling everybody off, yeah. and this kid Aaron Judge and the, oh, I mean San, Sanchez uh, Sanchez. There, that's the one. Uh, Sanchez and Starlin Castro had a Castro great had year. a great year for them. I mean, their pitching is going to be suspect yeah. for the next couple of years, um, but. Uh, that Yankees team has just set them up for the next 10 years, especially because 2018, they're going to sign Bryce or Clayton or one of the Hall of Famers that are on that ridiculous 2018 free agency list because they'll be under the luxury tax. So yeah, 84 and 78, ugh, good Lord. Yankees, you were dead in the water in July, and and it's unbelievable. Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays, Ooh. what happened yeah. to the Tampa Bay Rays? F. D-. Uh, it's another team that I actually kind of forgot existed this year. Yeah. I don't know if it's just losing Joe Jake Madden. Jake Odorosi, though. He's good. Yeah. I don't know. 68-94. Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Sorry for, for that crazy fast wrap-up there at the end, folks. But but uh, we, we uh, this went a little bit longer than we anticipated. So uh, we've spent too much time in the AL and NL Central. Um, but so there it is. That's the 2016 regular season wrap-up. Um, just final thoughts on the season? Well, I mean, it's so personal for me. It's one that I'll never forget because I saw things happen with my team that I love that have never happened in almost anyone's lifetime. So that's awesome. All right. So I'm really thrilled about that. And so that's what I'm left with. And I'm also left with the the excitement that they're built to last. So Okay. Uh, I think for me... That's for me the biggest thing. For me, uh, I I think what I'm going to remember most about this season is Maxie's 20-game strikeout performance. Um, Jose Fernandez uh, passing away Ichiro's 3,000 hit and Vin and, and, and Vin's last year I was lucky enough to be in Dodger Stadium for his last three games and and uh, I, I openly wept multiple times they, the Dodgers did a phenomenal job of putting on a ceremony I brought my recorder with me to all three games and I was planning on recording at all three games and I was so wrapped up by everything I just forgot to record every game so I'm sorry about that folks but it was it was emotional and beautiful, and I miss Vin. And and we're gonna end on this because this is what Vin said uh, at his retirement ceremony. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, paraphrase it, and he basically said something along the lines of, "People ask, you know, Vin, what are you gonna do on your retirement? You, you when you tell a 65 year old man that they're retiring, he's got 20, 30 years of his life left to you know really make something of himself and do something and do something great. I'm retiring at 89 years old. So they say, Vin, what are you gonna do when you try to retire? I'm going to try to live. That's beautiful. I love you, Vin Scully. I love you, Jose Fernandez. Yeah. 2016, a regular season. You were heartbreaking. You were exciting. We got the postseason happening right now. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Mr. Rap. Thank you, Mr. John. We, We will see you next time. Thank you, cats. We will see you next time here in the clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. 
From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, this place is the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, please visit Bergino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at RoundingThirdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.